0: what's up everybody it is Chris Aiken from Aftershocks TV and the classic metal show and I just want to tell you that if you want to support any one of the shows any one of the stations anything that we're doing over here at the CMS network then you need to be a subscriber over at subscribe star that's right the website is on the bottom here subscribestar.com slash cmSPn just go over there pick a tier that fits you whether it's the two dollar five dollar or seven dollar tier none of it's too expensive. We give you lots of bonus footage. We give you lots of advanced viewing, advanced uh, listening. We we go out of our way to make that our primary place for social interactions. So if you want to chat with us over there, that is the coolest place to do it. So sign up today, all right? CMSPN's very own Subscribestar. It's just like Patreon. Three tiers, you get charged once a month the, at the tier level that you want. You get all the goodies for that month. So check it out. It is Subscribestar.com slash CMSPN. Sign up today, please.
1: on the Kick kicking off the show tonight we heard something from red rain with chains and we just heard seven wishes from their utopia release with face that evil and facing that evil on the uh, cms studio cam i'm looking right at him the one and only chris hagan what's up going on there chris well it's what 9:15 i've been awake exactly 19 minutes all right <laughs> You got that, you got that uh, whole thing worked out to where you can just uh, wake up and you're on.
0: Yeah, it's my voice will be a little choppy for, for this hour, but I'll be okay. No, I didn't do my normal eight o'clock, wake up and get going. Last two weeks, I haven't. I've just been asleep. But yeah, I'm definitely ready to do this tonight. I've been, uh, I've been actually, yesterday I was so crazy busy. I've, I've been up since like four in the morning, so. You know, I I did like the four in the morning till six in the afternoon, then took a three hour nap, and now I feel like it's a brand new day.
1: Yeah, look at that. Yep, ready. <laughs> day sleeper.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah, so, you're sleeping my day away, like Dad once said. That's right.
0: <laughs> but yeah, everything's everything's good here, man. Been just busy today. You know, did a did an interview today, and I'm I'm seeing. Everybody is reacting both positively and negatively to me changing around the chat room a little bit so that it's allegedly easier to use, (laughs) you know, to which, of course, immediately, you know, I changed it around because people kept telling me they couldn't, they couldn't find the player, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't figure out how to play the show or watch the video. So I made it easier to do that and of course as soon as I logged to the chat room I got a bunch of people starting with I can't find the player. How do you listen live? <laughs> you know, I can't win for losing, man. It's really it's really... I
1: mean is it is it easy to find? I mean, I, I I personally don't use that player that way, but uh is it is it hard to find?
0: Oh, uh, well, I didn't think it was, but now it's literally what I did was I cut the I cut the screen kind of in half. And half of it is the chat room on the left. And then on the right is the video player, the CMS, CMS 247, and the, um, uncontrolled noise. Okay. So it's all right on your screen. So I tried to make it easier,
1: but well, I, I guess, I guess it's a matter of training yourself and knowing yeah. what to look for. I suppose.
0: Yeah. You know, everybody, every, they see something new and they freak out instead of actually just pushing the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> But it's okay. It's all there, folks. You can definitely still listen live. Of course, if they if they can't figure it out, they can't hear me say that. But that's another story, I guess.
1: But, well, speaking of that, and people who are uh, are are unhappy with uh, certain things or perceive things, yeah. Um, I, I noticed that uh, one of our fan. I'm going to assume this guy's a fan because he's obviously listening to the CMS twenty four seven stream and you know tries tries to use the app and no, nothing but complaints uh, this this what's his, what's his name Danny Danny Bullock. Danny Bullock yeah yeah first of all he sends a just a snarky email during the week about the fact that there was a CMS archive show playing with Bob Nobandian. yeah god damn i hate bob i don't listen to his shit and now he's on here get that cock sucking bitch off of there <laughs> uh you know danny you you have the opportunity just to turn it off yeah exactly well it's not what i want to hear right now god
0: damn it yeah uh, never mind the fact that we have oh i don't know ten thousand hours
1: on demand (laughs) so you can listen to whatever the fuck you want and then the next one i see your shit app needs an upgrade only app that pauses every 10 seconds of music to five minutes off the air Well, i've been using the app you know, pretty consistently. And I haven't had any issues with it. I've, I've never had an issue with it's the like, app. Could it possibly be your phone, Danny? Could it possibly yeah. be your cell service? Could, yeah. You know, you know, it's gotta be on your end, Chris. God damn it. I, I've never had a problem
0: with the app in the What? what how long have we had the app now? Three years?
1: Yeah, going on. Yeah.
0: You know, three years. I don't think I, I, I don't, I know for a fact, the only time I could think of that we ever had a problem, it was a server issue. It was yeah. not the app. Yeah. We've never had a problem with the app ever.
1: <laughs> just, 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 uh, just a, uh, a list of complaints.
0: Yeah, of course. I
1: listened to the show and you did this and I don't like that. Yeah. And stop, stop playing this and, and your, your shit app doesn't work and it's free. And I, I hate it. Yeah. Everybody got something to say. You get a free show. You get a free app. Yeah. You, you know, you get a free chat room.
0: You got 10,000 hours of on-demand shit for free. We don't, we don't really charge for shit. Nothing. nothing. And still people whine.
1: Yeah, I, I, in fact, I paid another year for the chat room, as a matter of fact, that bill came up last week, and I paid oh, for that.
0: I wish I knew that because and, I've been experimenting with other things. But...
1: Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's not a ton of money. But, yeah. you know, it, I mean, if you come up with something new, just don't, don't hesitate to say something. I don't give a shit.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm looking at something. I I don't want to, I don't even want to say it yet because I don't want to, I want to test it fully, but I I think I might've found a way to do it. But, you know, I, I'm, I don't know. I, I mean, this chat room works fine too. That's a whole nother thing is do I, you know, in the past we've changed chat rooms, but the reason we changed chat rooms in the past was because the. The shit was difficult or it didn't work well on phones or what, you know, like pal talk, mm-hmm. you know, pal talk ended up being like a, a malware spreader and you know, <laughs> it, it turned out to be a pain in the ass after a while. This charity, mean,
1: I mean, We we liked using it at first because yeah. it was like one of the first platforms out there that, that was like a live platform, yeah. you know, and obviously, you know, we, we discovered that through ONA.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They,
1: they were using pal talk and they were using instant feedback and, you know, different things like that. Right.
0: But yep. uh, I, I've, I've looked at some things and I've, I've been messing around with, with a couple of things and I'm just like, okay, I like, I like some of these other things, but this chat room that we have, again, we've had this one one four or five years or what? No, I don't think
1: it's been that long. I think it's going on four years. I, I bought it at first and I think I've upgraded. I've paid for it three times already. Yeah. So
0: And I mean, the only negative that there is to this is not that big of a negative to me is that is the 50 person limit.
1: Well, I mean, that could be increased.
0: I know it could be, but truthfully, I don't, it, I, I think about it. I'm like, why, you know, if you want to be one of the 50, then be one of the 50. Get in early, you know, and and I, I'm okay with that. I like, well, well,
1: that's when we first talked about expanding the chat room to allow, uh, you know, more people in there. We, we decided that we were going to cap it at 50 because it'll be kind of like an exclusive club.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what it's supposed to be. I don't, and and if you make it to where it's just a free for all, anybody can come in there. Then a lot of times that's when you get all the fucking asshole trolls that come in. (laughs) At least, at least at 50, you know, the trolls tend to not be in as bad. Yeah.
1: And and the hardcores are sure to get in early.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Because, because, you know, when I, when I log in five, eight minutes before the show, there's already 25 or 30 people in there.
0: Yeah. Which is plenty. That's, that's all. As far as I'm concerned, we could, we could limit the chat room to like three and I'd be good. Three people, me, you, and maybe, (laughs) maybe one person, maybe Sal. You know everybody else, anybody that has a fucking uh, Richie Blackmore picture anywhere on their computer, banned. <laughs> I'd be fine with that.
1: <laughs> well, our, our our fan Danny Bullock checked in. Oh, good. He says it works on my Blink internet at home, but at work it stops. Probably on my end. Yeah, not probably, dude. <laughs> Definitely on your end. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Da- da- hey, you're. You know what, Chris. I think you need to tear that shit app down and start all over again. Yeah,
0: why don't I do that? <laughs> like why that. don't I do? Dude, it's been, it's been complaint central around here today. <sighs> did you, did, did you have, I, you, I know you didn't see this, but I'll tell you, we got a, we got a famous sister complaining about it, that. We're assholes. Really? Yeah, we did. Uh, Paul Stanley's sister doesn't like us.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware.
0: Yeah, she, um, she complained about the Rachel Gordon segment. That's old. I know, but she, she put a complaint in.
1: Where, where was this? YouTube. Oh, she, she complained on YouTube. Yeah,
0: she, 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 here's her comment. Rachel Gordon's accusations are not wild. They are factual and will be substantiated. She is a sister and has been terribly abused and maligned. I cannot wait for her to receive the justice she deserves.
1: She's a sister. She's a sister. What does that mean? I don't know. She's okay. A
0: she's one of she's one of the kiss women. Like I, 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 that that
1: that message is almost conflicting in the way she wrote it. It's just like she she either disagrees with her and and it's a bunch of nonsense, or she agrees with her and she believes she deserves compensation. Is that what she's saying?
0: I guess, I don't know.
1: I mean, because it almost sounds like she's saying one of, she's saying two things at one time.
0: I I, do, I have no idea what she's saying. She comes off a little bit kooky from the, the, I don't know if you saw this week about how she, uh, Paul Stanley's and her dad died this week. And she just used that opportunity to absolutely launch on Paul Stanley.
1: (laughs) I, 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 you know, our good friend, Ozzy Ace actually emailed that over.
0: Yeah, well, she went all bizarre, and that's why it surprised me when then I see her turn up in our in our um, comments. That, all that, right.
1: Well, fine. She's
0: listening to us as well. So how, Welcome, long, Julia. how long ago did
1: we do that Rachel Gordon thing?
0: Well, let's see. That was I mean, at
1: least a year, right?
0: Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. Um, how do I see when we did this? Um, ba-ba-ba-bum. 92620.
1: Yeah. Well, so it's been a year and in, in a couple months.
0: Yeah. Over a year ago. Well, mm-hmm. Again, she's a new
1: listener. I know. I get that. Welcome, Julia. Yeah. She and say hello know. to your favorite famous brother, Paul, because uh, he, he's Chris's favorite.
0: People. <laughs> exactly. My sister doesn't like to see him as people.
1: Because she's a cool coach. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs>
0: Look well, at us well, getting Julia.
1: commentary from, from the Stanley family.
0: Yeah, the Stanley family checking in. Now, so. <laughs> oh, rest in peace to your dad, Julia. Even though uh, you don't like us, we hope you're feeling okay. Right. So, there you go.
1: Uh, he was like, what, 100, like 101 years old or something? Yeah, he,
0: he got it all in. There he did. <laughs> Phil is, she doesn't like anybody.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> We've been hated by better people
0: or Anthony Carolla. You mean the sister Paul claimed was mentally disturbed? Yeah. That one, I guess
1: when yeah, I would imagine,
0: I don't know that Paul had another sister. So yes, apparently He's... yeah. We don't know that she's mentally disturbed or not. We just know that she thought that we were dicks for saying the things we said about yeah, whatever
1: we were just analyzing the audio. That's all.
0: Hey, as, as I put in every episode in the, in the description, these are just our opinions. We're not, yeah, it's not the fact.
1: It's just like, it's just, you know, we're just giving you off the cuff reaction. Yeah. As far as we, nothing we say is factual.
0: Nothing. Nope. Figure it's just it out. Entertainment where you're people. Yeah. People,
1: it's just entertainment. <laughs> yeah. People. Mm. <laughs> Paul Stanley. Ugh. Too goddamn funny. Yep. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, it's been complaint central between that and Danny Bullock, just people hating on the CMS this week. Well,
1: Danny, Danny's obviously a fan. So, you know, he, he realized that, uh, the error of his ways.
0: Uh, well, I mean, he's right. He's wrong. I'll be honest. I don't give a shit. I'm not changing the app.
1: Well, I'm commanding you to change the app or I'm going to going to yank my big bucks right out of there. Okay then we won't have an app. <laughs> you know, you know that, that's always the thing to me when
0: anybody complains. It's like, fuck, I, what do I care? I don't need the app. Right. You know, of all the people to bitch at, I'm the least, I, I probably use the the app least of anybody.
1: Yeah, I, I, I used it uh, several times this week and didn't have any issues with it at all.
0: Yeah, I, I, I never have had an issue the few times I use it. I mean, I try it whenever I make a change to it or something. I tune in to make sure it works, but yeah,
1: it's, it's, uh, it's instantaneous. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah, it works. It works well, as far as I can see.
1: So I, uh, I pull that, I pull that thing up and within, you know, seconds it's, it's up and playing.
0: Yeah, it does its job and, and it's got everything that you want. You know, it definitely has everything that everything that you would want with the show is built into it. So. I yep. challenge. I challenge you to compare it to other people's apps and say that that they do more stuff than we do.
1: Playing, yeah,
0: it does its job and it's got everything that you want. You
1: know. Yeah, there it oh, is. It's that quick. It doesn't work, man. Yeah, it, it it comes up and starts playing within within five seconds.
0: Yeah, it doesn't work.
1: It's fast.
0: Nah, slow. Doesn't work. It cuts <laughs> out.
1: It cuts out because I hit the stop button.
0: Yeah. See. See, it stopped for you. It did. You and Danny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It's too goddamn funny. Oh, well, hey, whatever.
0: Yeah, I ain't worried about it.
1: I, I'm just, I'm I'm glad to know, you know, whatever it is that we do here on the show means something to somebody.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully people are digging it. That's yeah. all I can say.
1: No kidding. Yeah. Well, nothing much going on my end. I I did uh I did go out and treat myself to a uh, prime rib today. That's nice. I uh there's a place here. I, I literally have not been there since the lockdown. Uh okay. I, I think the last time I was there was uh a year ago February, so it's been a year and 10 months or so. And I thought, you know what, I, I, I always like going to that place. I used to go there uh, once or twice a month at the most. And right. uh, I, I hadn't been there in all this time since the stupid lockdown. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to go down there and see what's happening. And, you know, I ordered their prime rib, which was really just top notch.
0: That's good. But, but
1: they all had they have all new wait staff. This place, I didn't recognize one person in there that, uh, you know, was working there the last time I'd been there. Okay. I don't know what it is. And I know I've said this before on the show. What is it about the food service industry that attracts the, uh, swishy, swishy <laughs> gay guys? I swear to God, they had three of them in there. Well, that's good. Two, two, two that were working the bar, mm-hmm. just very effeminate, uh, very listy, right. uh, fellas. Right. And then one guy that was, you know, basically waiting tables. And and every one of them was very lispy.
0: Well, you know, was he lispy enough that he could just stick his finger in your tea and it would be sweet tea? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, it's just like it's just like, God damn, man, where here's the thing. And and of course, then then my my mind started wandering about, you know, where I've been in life to where we are now and stuff. And when I was growing up and you know, going to high school, go to college, travel in the country, driving a truck and stuff it was very 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 rare that you ran across somebody that was like an effeminate male now i see them everywhere of course and and the and the question is is how come within let's just say the last decade how come these 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 effeminate males have been popping up more and more where where have they come from i mean where where were the effeminate males when you and i were growing up and why are there so many now today I'll tell you where they were.
0: They were backhanded back into the, into hiding.
1: Yeah. But they didn't go, they didn't, they didn't even the, even the ones that you ran into, which is like, you know, one, one in a million. Yeah. You know, you didn't see, I mean, you, you knew some guys that were not quite as manly or masculine as others, but they yeah. weren't all swishy and lispy,
0: yeah. you know,
1: but you just thought oh, he's a little fay.
0: <laughs> or you didn't have a, you didn't have a generation of fucking, um, parents and government and hollywood and whatever telling them how great it was to fucking be a dick sucker as a
1: well, guy I, I guess but but are are these guys are these guys truly um gay or are they just gay acting
0: you know what, dude? I don't know. I mean, there's a part of me that thinks it's just easier to get a guy to suck another guy's dick.
1: <laughs> is that what it is?
0: I, I honestly think that, man. I think it's just easier.
1: Uh, you you know, know, the thing is, is, is you didn't see them as quote unquote flight attendants. Mm-hmm. You know, and just you know, just in the last decade, you know, whenever I fly, I, I at least have one on on the on the flight crew and mm-hmm. it's just like well you know prior to that you never saw a quote unquote male flight attendant
0: no thanks you obama
1: know? <laughs> that,
0: you can thank obama for that
1: and then you know and then especially in the food service the restaurant the uh, business then it just seems like chock full of them
0: yeah yeah i know dude it, it it is odd when you think about it even when you think about you know like wait waitress staff or wait staff at at a restaurant in our era, what did we get? We got the the Mel's Diner crew, like Alice. You know, where even the chicks were kind of tough. Right. You know, Alice and Flo, they were tough. Vera, she was tough. Yeah. You know, now you got, hi, can I help you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's so would you like whipped cream on your ice cream? Yes. Oh, shut up. Shut up, sweetie. Yeah.
1: yeah. So anyway. Aside from, you know, enjoying a good prime rib today, it was, it was, it was just, it was sort of a bittersweet experience. Yeah. It's just like, well, I I came to a nice restaurant and I'm having my, uh, you know, I'm having a really good dinner, but on the other hand, I got these swishy gay guys sashaying around here. And it's just like, what, what is, did this turn into like a gay bar or something? Yeah. What the fuck happened here? Hi, sweetie. Would you like an extra rare? <laughs> You're too manly when you say that. You have to, hi, you have hi. to say, say it very lispy. Have to be very lispy.
0: Would you like to have a a steak again, there, sweetheart?
1: <laughs> but why? Why the lispiness?
0: The Would you lisp- like a pink lady for a drink? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oof. Yeah, you know, it's not only the affect on the voice, it's it's the uh, sashaying around. That's right. the other thing. It's just like, what the? <laughs> dude, walk like a dude, will you?
0: Yeah, no, that, that, that's really kind of, <laughs> that really is kind of fucking awful.
1: It's just, I don't get it. I don't understand it at all. No. But uh, that's become, that's what I encountered today.
0: We've become the old guys, man. We, we, we literally, and it's funny. I, I wish my grandfather was still alive so that I could apologize to him for telling him that he was being an old guy because now I get it. I get it. There There's no escaping being the old guy in the room. Right. There's no escape and get off my lawn because basically, you know, thinking back to when I was a kid and my grandfather was that guy, it basically shows that f- for the length of time, that my grandparents and great grandparents were alive. The country's been devolving. Yeah. And now I'm, now we're in it to where we're just like, look at these fucking faggots, (laughs) you know? And it's like, Oh my God. You know, it's like, it's, it's, we just look back and we're like, well, in my day, you can't help
1: it. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think even your grandpa was looking at the new generation and thinking what bunch of faggots they
0: were were. I do think that, I do, you, definitely, do you think? Do you
1: think your grandpa thought the men were effeminate? Oh yeah, oh. I
0: definitely think that when my grandfather was dealing with my mom, and my mom was like into the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and whatever, and I guarantee you, my grandfather's thoughts were, "Look at these long-haired fruits. Mm. These guys look like women." <laughs>
1: well, I, I did. I did hear that part.
0: Of course, all that's what I'm saying. They they didn't say. They didn't say, look at these swishy faggots that suck cock because that's just not how it was in that day. But they definitely were like, look at these guys looking like women. And I remember me personally having the long hair. And my grandfather was like, you're never going to make it as an athlete looking like a woman. (laughs) You know, my grandfather used to get on me. And I I never had long hair. I mean, I didn't have long, long hair.
1: Yeah, exactly. It just was down over your ears.
0: Yeah. And my, and my grandfather would give me the woman talk then, you know, you're never going to make it as an athlete looking like a woman. Oof. I was like, okay, dad or grandpa. <laughs> okay. Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Terrific.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I guess it just kind of ruins my, uh, you know, my appetite to go out.
0: Right. Oh Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who wants who wants to have that guy handling your fucking
1: beef? Well, that, well that's what I'm talking about. I don't want them handling my meat. <laughs> yeah, figuratively or literally. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is like you know, years ago. Uh, we, well, obviously, you you flew when you were a teenager because sure. you went to the military and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: you and you took you know whatever, but those were military transports for the most part.
0: Somewhere. I mean, I flew. I flew. Couple times back and forth to Korea, I flew, you know, commercial.
1: Right. So, you know, when I started flying in my early 20s, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, well, ever since I started flying, you know, probably maybe five times out of 10, you'd get some pretty good looking stewardesses. Oh, yeah. And it was kind of like something you look forward to, you know, having a nice looking girl, you know, hand mm-hmm. you a cocktail and, you know, whatever. And then like I said about 10 years ago now it's some swishy dude coming up you know with with a lispy voice asking who you what you'd like to drink. And
0: of so course like, you,
1: you, you get away from me.
0: 15 20 years ago I mean that was kind of the move on an airplane was you'd ask the girl for like extra peanuts or something whatever was stowed low in the cart so she'd right. pass over in the in the aisle way. Exactly. You just waited till right when she passed you and you say, "Oh by the way, can you throw me some peanuts?" So she had to fucking <laughs> bend over you can see that sweet ass up close exactly now it's like yeah certainly i'll get you some penis i mean peanuts A penis some penis i mean it's
1: okay, a penis yeah
0: i got two big nuts on these peanuts <laughs> <Ugh.
1: sighs> Just, you know it, or going going out to dinner or something you know nine times out of ten it, you you, you should, usually would have a, you know, pretty good looking waitress, you know, sure. That was all part of the experiment exper- yeah. experience, experience rather. And, sure. and then it's just like, now you got some swishy dude coming up,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, uh, could I, could I be in the non swishy dude section? Do you have that section here? Yeah. It's called a bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay extra if, uh, you know, I'll I'll throw extra in there if, if I don't have to sit in the swishy dude section.
0: Wait a minute. You can't you can't discriminate like that. I
1: will. Money talks. You're a bigot.
0: You're a fucking
1: bigot. Yes, I am. And I'll <laughs> I'll wear that badge proudly. <laughs> Ugh, people stink. I know. So, you know, so that that was just like, well. As much as I enjoyed, you know, the, the food today, I was like, it'll be a while before I decide to go back there again.
0: Yeah. You're looking for the man's cafe. <laughs> yeah,
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where have all the good times gone?
0: Yeah. Well, we left them in 1979 or whatever That's when not- that song came out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Apparently. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank God for, for, uh, custom copper, uh, armament down the street here. I'm
0: one man's place. And I'm... Yeah.
1: That's, that's the only man's place in the whole, uh, area.
0: Right. So, well, at least you have that.
1: Yeah. Nothing makes you feel better than be able to walk out of there with a brand new big gun under your arm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is that what it is? You went from the from the steak place right over to the gun place?
1: I had to cleanse myself. What's, like, the big, what's the biggest caliber gun you got here for sale? You're like, oh, I'm leaning toward putting on a dress. I better buy a gun. Right. <laughs> you got any fifty calibers available? What do you got that'll kill the lispy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Need to weed out the weak. That's right. <laughs> seems like our gene pool needs a big old dose of chlorine. Yeah. I'd say peace <laughs> can't, can't take much anymore.
0: Well, that's why we don't go out
1: very much. Yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah. You know, that is the truth, dude. That's why you don't want to go out anymore. You, cause you got to get into the fag world. Mm-hmm. That's really the way it's, it's become these days. <clears throat> You know, is, is you have to encounter people that other, that you would otherwise just never deal with ever.
1: You're you're right. And well, again, that's what, that's kind of goes back to my original point is where did these, so many of them come from though? That's, that's, that's the thing is where did they come from?
0: Yeah. Well, once, once Obama said it was, uh, that it was all good to be rainbow colored, then, then everybody was like, well, I'm going to raise little Susie to be, you know, or little Jack to be little Susie. I guess. You know, little Susie on the up.
1: (laughs) Susie's on the up. The up stroke, apparently. Jesus. Yeah. Area. Well, uh, this week, uh, as far as any kind of TV watching, I didn't do a whole lot this week, but I've been kind of, you know, again, I I had my reservations about Netflix, you know, Mm -hmm. and their programming. Yeah. But boy, just, just in this last month, they released a lot of great documentary series. You know, yeah, Colin
0: with, uh, Kaepernick, I'm sure. Never mind. No, no. <laughs> I,
1: I I, just uh, let Jericho Green, um you know, analyze that one and give me the long and the short of it. I certainly mm-hmm. wasn't going to watch that garbage.
0: Yeah, no way. That's I, I saw it was up there and I immediately thumbs down it. So it's capturing <laughs> up in my fucking feed.
1: But I've been watching that series. The second season came out, Dirty Money. Oh yeah yeah. Have you watched that?
0: I watched first season. I haven't seen yeah, the new season. Yeah,
1: the the new one come out or um there was there's one I can't remember the guy's name but another guy who financed his race car driving. Okay. Through his dollar loan stores.
0: Nice. Okay.
1: Yeah, but he got indicted uh for, you know, fraud and stuff. And you know, I was watching this whole thing and this guy he used the law To further his business as a, as one of those payday advance, advanced payday stores or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Sure. And, and he used the existing laws, you know, albeit it, it was really pushing it a little bit, but the thing is, is he was, he was within the bounds of the law and he built up a, you know, a very profitable business in this, this, you know, loan store thing. Right. And I guess, you know, uh, as, as you're well aware, our good friend, Ron Keel, Mm
0: -hmm. he
1: moved to uh, South Dakota where uh, Chuck Brennan, who is, owns those dollar loan stores. Yeah. Yeah. He's got them in like Nevada and California and had it there in South Dakota. And he made that whole entertainment complex up there. um, Yeah. Where Ron Keel went to go to work at Mm -hmm. the, uh, what was the place called? Badlands Pond. Yeah. Badlands Pond, you know, and I went there. I, I, I was there and it was a beautiful place, beautiful venue, had a shooting range, had uh, you know, gun store, had a gold shop, you know, they had a radio station and a TV station, and he I think he actually bought like a racetrack.
0: Yeah, and there was a venue for shows and everything. Yeah, was, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. The,
1: you know, and all that kind of stuff. Beautiful accommodations were just absolutely fantastic. Sure. But then uh his own state with Chuck Brennan being from uh Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you yeah. know, uh, he did all that because he wanted to give back to the community that he was brought up in. And then the, uh, South Dakota legislature outlawed those dollar loan store places.
0: Yeah. So yeah. he had
1: to shut down his places in, in South Dakota and, and in a way of saying, well, fuck you. Then he yeah. just shut down that whole thing. He just awesome. pulled the plug. Yeah, I'll just take this one, this one,
0: um you know, draw out of your fucking state. That's yeah, what he
1: did. that's what he did. He was just like, well, you know, you, you cut off my revenue here that I was giving back to the yeah. community and stuff. So, you know, I'm, oh yeah. He had a, he had a music school there too.
0: Huh? Well, he for, was trying to build his own little Vegas.
1: He was, he was. You know, but, he was, but when they, when they outlawed that stuff, then he just pulled the plug and said, yeah, fuck it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who well, can and blame him.
1: And I think Ohio outlawed those dollar loan store places too. I don't think you, they have those payday advanced places there anymore. they called that predatory lending?
0: Yeah, they may, I don't know. I,
1: but, I've,
0: I haven't been in a position where I've needed that in a well, while.
1: So. Well, he, well, that, and, and you make a good point. You fell right into where I was going with this. So they talked to people who quote unquote were taken advantage of mm-hmm. by using these dollar loan store places. Sure. And you can you can see both sides, but a a person like myself, I can only speak for myself, who who tries to be responsible and and you know take care of your business as it were. Right. Uh basically the people who fell quote unquote victim to, to using these payday advance or dollar loan stores or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. these people were just irresponsible. Yeah. You know, and they got themselves in a bind just for whatever reason. I mean, everybody's circumstance is different, but just the people that they talk to, they, they, you know, they talk to like people who like had seven kids.
0: Yeah, of course. You know,
1: it's like, is that responsible for having, pumping out seven kids? I mean, could you afford those kids? like our friend Chuck Miden. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know, right there. there, there's a guy who pumped out seven kids and he certainly yeah. wasn't, you know, uh making six figures a year
0: no hell no
1: you know is that responsible no that's not responsible yeah and then you get yourself in a bind and it's oh man i gotta get some money and i gotta do this and then they go to you know one of these high interest rate places sure you know and they get themselves in a bind but regardless of that i i watch this and i go okay i see what this guy did and i understand what he did and in in business you know You use the resources that you have available to you. And from, from all indications, that's what this guy did. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But yet he got indicted for, you know, fraud and various other things. If they were telling all the details of this and this guy, you know, he, he, I think he, after like a decade in this business, you know, his personal wealth was like $400 million or some shit. Jeez. And he had a big house and had all these race cars and all this other stuff. And then, you, you know, he got indicted on fraud and basically lost everything, you know, oh, got gosh. everything confiscated, got the house taken away, everything. Yeah. you know, and, and, and I'm watching this and I'm going, well, I, I kind of see what happened here, but I don't blame the guy for doing what he did, you know, cause I was watching a little, um, I was watching a little documentary on Jeff Bezos with uh, Amazon
0: yeah and, and
1: how he built Amazon right and uh he, this guy was exactly like the dollar loan store store guy mm-hmm. the way that he did things and one of the things I don't know if you ever saw it uh, before or if you ever saw a commercial for or whatever but but there used to be these commercials I haven't watched commercial television in forever so I don't know maybe these commercials still exist. But I think there was like one out there for like lending, I think it was like an Indian tribe or something called blue sky lending or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember that. You know, and they, they, you know, and basically what it was, it was a high interest loan for you you need emergency money. You need a thousand dollars. We can have you a thousand dollars within 24 hours, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you see the fine print at the end of the commercial and it's like 26% interest or some, some shit like that. Right. Well, what this guy did, this this dollar loan store guy is that he more or less contracted and and I know a little bit about this on a personal level because I dealt with these exact same people. He contracted with the Miami Indians in Oklahoma, okay, to basically be a front or let me just put it this way. He he uh, licensed his business to the Miami Indian tribe okay, to be the, the originator of these loans. Sure. And what that did for him is that that caused his business to be on tribal land. And he was immune to being, uh, following state. State tax laws or whatever. Well, no, not state tax laws, but the state, um, uh, you know, uh, laws in general.
0: Yeah, yeah he because he was on.
1: He was a sovereign. It was a sovereign land right, type, sure. mm-hmm. and and I saw a thing on Jeff Bezos building Amazon, and that was in his that was in his business plan as well to to put the Amazon um, corporate headquarters on uh, a tribal Indian lands. Yeah, you know to avoid taxes. Of course, you Why know, you? and that's what I'm saying is the 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 rules might be a little murky. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't anything that said specifically you couldn't do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, dude, and, and why wouldn't you? If you're if you're at that level, why wouldn't you? Why why does everybody think that people that make any kind of money want to give it to the tax man? Why the fuck do people think that? You know, that whole that whole thing of well, you need to pay more, and if you make more, you need to pay. Why? Yeah. Why? You know, I, I mean, every one of us has has had jobs, and and we all bitch and moan about the taxes that we have to that we have to pay. You know, if you get a raise, you, are you willing to pay even more? That's fucking crazy talk.
1: Yeah. That's, and what that's, are you
0: getting for it? Nothing.
1: That's why you. That's why you hire a CPA or an accountant if you know you make any kind of significant money. Yeah. Because because they exploit all the tax loopholes and things to try to you know lessen your tax burden
0: yeah because fuck the man the man doesn't do anything to help you nothing stop and stop telling me about roads and all this bullshit just stop it (laughs) i don't want to hear it i i can't drive on any road that doesn't have a fucking pothole in it so right
1: right so that that was that was pretty interesting in itself as you know that uh people who are in business you know business is cutthroat I mean, you know, a lot of people, most people, don't have the the uh, uh, temperament to, mm-hmm. to be in, you know, cutthroat business. This is why, I say, like uh, Donald Trump, you know, is is hated because, yeah. you know, you know he's a he's a boardroom uh, cutthroat. You know, he doesn't put up with any shit, and this Jeff Bezos. You know, he's the richest man in the world. I mean, what's he worth? Like $200 million, billion dollars. billion dollars?
0: Yeah. Some crazy amount of it's money. It's like $200 yeah.
1: billion. And this guy built that business up in what? 20 years.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. From back when it was a bookstore. Yeah. It was
1: just books. Yeah. You know, and, and they, you know, this little documentary I watched talked about how he did it. I mean, he was, he was a megalomaniac when it came to, uh, details and, you know, if you can't uh, make this happen for me, uh I don't need you. Yeah, you know, and he had no problem, you know, finding the next guy who could fulfill whatever vision he had. And it's like, well, if you can't fulfill this vision, what are you doing here?
0: Yeah. I just think about how much money that
1: is. That's like
0: he could literally give every single person in this country a million dollars and still be a multi probably still be the richest guy in the world. <laughs> That's fucking insanity.
1: It is insanity. But, you know, regardless of go, well, why does anybody need to make that kind of money? And it's like, it's not a need to make that kind of money. It's because he can.
0: Yeah. It's about not wanting to be on the other end of that pendulum, being the fucking homeless guy.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, that just goes back to the whole uh, thing about, you know, owning guns. Why do you need that many guns? It's like, I don't need that many guns. Just like, want them, yeah, I have them because, because I can, that's the yeah. reason why.
0: Well, oh, dude, go, going back to Bezos and that kind of thing, dude. And the lending there's, they've kind of gotten rid of that for the most part, the predatory lending, which I think is just crazy. I think, I think, look, if you're willing to sign a contract, willing to pay a hundred percent fucking interest. That's on you.
1: Well, that, and that's, that's how I feel about it. That's the way that I believe it's like, well, nobody forced you to go in there and and get a loan. You did that on your own.
0: What cracks me up though now is what they've done is they pray even harder off of the little guy by now offering little amounts of money instead of big amounts of money. So they can get away with it. Like there's an app. I forget what it is, what it's called, but there's an app where if and I'm so thankful that I'm not in this category, but I see the commercial all the time. If you, you can get like a $75 advance on like a Wednesday, if you get paid on Friday and I'm just like, who the fuck is that broke? That 75, that a $75 float for two days is needed. Yeah. It's like, Whoa. You know, I mean, I'm not rich, but 75 bucks for two days. Yeah. Woo. That's
1: brutal. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of what I was saying is about, you know, personal responsibility. And, you know, it's it's like, no, well, you know, nobody ever told you, you had to go in there. You did this because for whatever reason you, you believed you needed that. And, you know, there's a price to pay for it. Yeah, of course. So
0: it's. It it is, it is just, it's sad where we've gotten to, but again, you know, you could take this all the way back to what Clinton, isn't he the one that said, ah, just fucking borrow it. We don't need to, we don't need balanced budgets. Just fucking borrow.
1: Right. Well, well, Clinton was responsible for the big uh, housing crash we had in 2008 because he was, he made lenders give subprime loans to people who, who couldn't pay them back. Yeah. Hell, I was one
0: of them. I ain't well, going to lie. I took one of those loans.
1: Under the guise of, well, we want poor people to own houses. So it's just it's like, yeah, but if you can't pay for the house and you have to give it back, what good is it? Dude, I was one of those guys. I I got
0: my house right when they had that. I had a, <laughs> you're going to love this loan. I had a two-year fixed 38, 38-year or 28-year arm loan loan and, and, um, when I signed, but it was no money down, you know, when I bought this house, it was no money down. And, and that's the only way I would have ever bought my house. I would have at that point in the life I was living at that point, there was no chance I was ever going to save up 15, $20,000, mm-hmm. you know, to make it down. Sure. But not only did, not only did I get this house, you know, with no money down, but the guy that was doing it, they completely fudged my my accounting. Yeah, well, that's what, so that's what sub,
1: well, that's what subprime lending was. You didn't have to have any proof of anything. You no, just, it was just stated.
0: Yeah, now, I, yeah, I make
1: this much. That's what uh-huh. they called a stated loan. It's just like, uh-huh. well, how much do you make? Well, I make a uh, hundred thousand. All right, good enough with us. Well, th- well, dude, that was kind of what it was. I went in.
0: And at that time I was making like $38,000 a year, uh-huh. You know, just shit money. And they were like, do you make any other money? And at the time that was when I was at, um, I think 92.3. So I said, yeah, I make an extra, I think it was $75 a week, you know, doing, doing the metal show. And the guy goes, okay, you make 80,000 a year <laughs> and he wrote $80,000 down. And he told me, he said, well, if, if it's under a hundred thousand, you don't have to show proof. And I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. So he totally lied about what I made. I know. And and no money down. And within two weeks, I signed all my paperwork and I got it.
1: Well, you remember I I was in the business, you know, I know a little bit about it. I mean, we did, we did, you know, subprime loans because we were had to.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it it was probably great money for your, your, your businesses at the time. If you got in, if you got in and. And got the people hooked in, you probably ended up two years later with a fucking neighborhood's worth of houses when you're throwing people out. That's true. You know, but I, I the only thing I've ever done right financially in my life was was my mom or not my mom, I forget who it was that got a hold of me at that point. Somebody got a hold of me and was like, pay every payment for the two years and get it and refinance your house. Mm-hmm. And I literally refinanced my house before the arm loan kicked in. Yeah. And, but I remember looking it up and it would have gone from like 4% or whatever it was.
1: Probably to like 16 or
0: something. It was like 12 and a half. Yeah,
1: it, balloon, it balloons up to, yeah. uh, you know, so yeah, the, the uh, um, arm loan was good for some people who, you know, knew that somewhere down the road in a short order that they'd be able to refinance and get like a, like a fixed rate.
0: Yeah. And that's. I, I wasn't that guy, but I, at least I had somebody chirping in my ear telling me to do it that way, and I did, and thank God I did, or I would have lost my fucking, I would have lost my house for sure.
1: Sure, absolutely.
0: Because I was barely getting by on the payment that I was making at at four percent or whatever, twelve and a half percent. Fuck, I'd have been dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, this guy's name was Scott Tucker.
0: Scott Tucker. Okay.
1: Yeah, he uh, he used his. You know, profits from his loan store businesses to finance his racing, right? And he's um, let's see here. He had a secretive lending empire built on tribal perks and profits from poor customers, right? You know,
0: well that that's one way to put it. Or, or he was smart enough to offer money to the fucking broke that would pay him back three times what the, what what he loaned him.
1: That's kind of the way that I looked at it.
0: Yeah. I, look, there's a reason the mob did
1: it because, because it made sense. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So anyway, I, I always find that stuff interesting, you know, especially when it's uh, kind of like a human interest story. It's just sure. like, you know, I understand people are down and out and, you know, have, have tough times and things. I get that. I've been through tough times. You, you're well aware of that. You've sure. been through tough times, of course. but, but you just, you figure it out. Yeah. You figure yeah. it out
0: you get through it that's what you do
1: yep so anyway so that's that that's been about the extent of my tv watching again i've been binging on A stuff this week this week i listened to uh there, there's one segment out there it's like 12 hours long and it's uh <laughs> it's it's uh, a and patrice talking about movies
0: uh, i've watched that one yeah that's yeah,
1: good. that's a real good one
0: yep
1: but yeah, man Wow. I miss that. I miss that Patrice, man. That guy was fucking funny. He was great. He yeah. Was,
0: he was definitely a different kind of talent, you know? Yeah. He's, he's, he was, he was definitely good. I miss, yeah. I, miss that. I miss just that kind of entertainment. <laughs> I just miss that entertainment. It's
1: just quick wit, you know, just funny, just quick wit stuff. I, I ran into, uh, I, I came across when I was uh, listening to, um, What were they talking about? They were, I think it was the whole Tiger Woods thing. Okay. And uh, Anthony went into this whole Popeye routine. Yeah. And he was, he was Popeye the savior man. (laughs) And he was, you know, I mean, I can't even get it. I can't even, you know, repeat what he was saying, but he was just, and I, and I realized once again, the reason why say like a guy like Anthony or yourself or even myself, are really funny
0: mm-hmm. is
1: because we know pop culture. We know history. We know biblical stuff. We know enough mm-hmm. to make references. And this is why I like a, a comedian, like a Dennis Miller. Sure. A lot of people, if you're, if you're not well versed on history or, or uh, pop culture or, mm-hmm. or politics or, or even biblical stuff, you won't get the humor. Right. Because of the reference that are made. But man, he was making some really obscure references, which I got all of them. And that was just cracking me up. And sure. I, and I sat there thinking, well, if you're not an educated person, this would not be funny to you at all.
0: No, that's when because, you turn over to not
1: You wouldn't understand what he's talking about or making reference to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why, That again, that's why guys like Imus had long careers. Because they were, they, they played to the lowest common denominator, just the lowest common dummy know, Mike Trevisano, another guy. Yeah, you know, not highbrow at all. Just fucking, just uh, you know, the common man.
1: Exactly, common man show. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I've been been. There's so much content out there. The O and A shows, man. It's just, it's just amazing that these people put these compilations together that go for five, seven, 10, 12 hours
0: right
1: you know and it it just gives me a lot to listen to and takes my mind off of the bullshit going on out there today and it's just like man what happened to the good old days yeah exactly don't That's have to stupid. hear it <laughs> those guys were funny and they threw the word faggot around mhm oh yeah they were doing when uh <laughs> they were doing a review and they had um Roland in the studio yeah and they were asking him what his favorite movie was they were i guess he did a lot of screeners and yeah. he was talking about all the latest movies and they were kind of evaluating his top ten movies. Okay. And he had one kind of a kind of a real um what do you want to call it? almost like a chick flick movie as like his favorite movie of the year? Okay. And, and Patrice goes, This movie sounds like it comes with a side of AIDS. <laughs> Yeah. And then Anthony pipes in and goes, I'd like a bucket of popcorn, please. And could you could you sprinkle extra AIDS on that for me, please? Right. Just funny shit. Yep, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we've got uh we've got a guest coming up in the next segment. Yeah.
0: I'm, and and, I, and again, our friend Danny Bullock will hate this because oh, another one of
1: those bands that nobody knows about. You know, the reason you don't know about them is because nobody gives them the promotion. Now, mm-hmm. if it was if this was you know thirty years ago, MTV, commercial radio, and you heard their songs every day, then they'd be your favorite band. Yeah, I heard those guys on the radio. They were really good. Of course. So, anyway, we got our good friend Stevie Shred from uh, Red Rain coming right yes i guess uh you've made contact with uh stevie and he wanted to come on since uh you know sammy's been on our show numerous times and he's going to kind of bring us up to date with what's going on with red rain
0: yeah and he he has another band that he's in as well that we'll we'll i'm sure we'll talk about that as well so yeah stevie's out there working it so he just yeah he hit me up like a month ago i was like yeah you know, could he come on? I was like,
1: yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. You're welcome oh, on. These guys we are love Red Rain. Yeah, yeah, they're we good dudes. Him. So why not? All right. Well, we're going to play a few tunes and then uh, we'll bring Stevie on and he'll bring us up to date with what's going on with Red Rain as well as uh, his side projects. His yeah. other projects, whatever those might be. And uh, we'll see what's happening in the Red Rain camp. Sounds good. All right. Do you have a tune you'd like to hear? Um bu- 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 bum. how about um
0: uh Belly of the Beast anthrax
1: anthrax yeah
0: i've been on kind of an anthrax kick lately
1: i was listening to uh I was listening to the um uh, today i was We've
0: come to, for you all
1: no the uh, first one with bush sound, uh, of, white sound of white noise yeah. i was listening to sound of white noise
0: it's a great album
1: yeah I like that album. I, 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 I've always said, I like the, uh, the bookend albums. Yeah. The, uh, the sound white noise and, uh, the, we've come for you all.
0: Yeah. I just like that whole era. i be honest. The anthrax is one of those bands. I pretty much just like, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, they have albums that I like less than like. I'm not a huge fan of state of euphoria. Mm-hmm. But It's still listenable. I mean, really the only ones I really don't listen to very much are the uh, Neil Turbin ones. You know, the, the very first fistful of metal and stuff like that. I don't really, I think that's a new one. You know, I, I, I don't really listen to those very much, but you know, from out, among the living till current day, they've been pretty solid as far as I'm concerned.
1: Sure. All right. Well, here's some anthrax and this is the belly of the beast exclusively here on your classic metal show. Thanks for checking
0: out this episode of the classic metal show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Hand job!